Welcome to Tiki Central Canada. Ever wonder what's in that cool, refreshing drink that you just have to have on that hot summer's day? Mmm, me too. Picture a man going on a journey beyond sight and sound. He has left society. He has entered Tiki Central with palm trees, beach sand, blue skies, and God, get me a drink now. Here are your hosts, Craig and Cam, and their wacky views in drinks, life, and maybe information. Hey, folks, and how we doing today? Hey, this is Tiki Central, and I'm um, Craig. I am your bartender, mixologist, and information for the hour. And this is our first episode of 2019. Uh, we want to thank all of our listeners, by the way, for 2018. And that was actually, we're up to, I think, 800 listeners. And we also have some, want to say thank you to some listeners overseas. We have some in Germany, China, Russia, and England, of all places. Pretty amazing. Um, if you haven't noticed, uh, if you haven't heard another side of the, the, your headset here, Cam is not here today. Unfortunately, he's still on vacation. I think he's skiing the slopes of Banff at this moment as we speak. I'm sure he's listening to us. Hey, Cam, how you doing? But I do have some special guests today. I have Mike and Dan, who are regulars of Earl Sussex. So, Dan, uh, why don't you introduce yourself and uh, anything about yourself? Oh, hey, uh, everybody. Uh, I'm Dan. I'm a pretty cool guy. <laughs> I'm a regular at the Earl of Sussex. <laughs> this isn't the dating game, Dan. You don't have to you know, give him a bio. <laughs> but maybe I can find somebody. <laughs> I also host the Trivia Nights at the Earl of Sussex. That's right. Dan is the Al Trebek of Earl of Sussex. Exactly like him. <laughs> My mustache is better. That's right. Actually, what, what me and Cam called you was the G.I. Joe of oh, Trivia nice. Pursuit. G.I. <laughs> <laughs> Joe of Trivia Pursuit. Go. So I have a question, Dan. So have you had, um, what's the weirdest thing that's happened so far in the Trivia Pursuit that you guys have done so far? The weirdest thing that's happened? Or the weirdest answer maybe you've gotten from somebody? Ooh, that is a good question. Yeah. <laughs> Had one table that just always wanted to be a table of seven, but maximum table of six is pretty much the weirdest thing. And the one guy stepped aside and they looked back and he's like, hey, we're only six over there. I was like, yes, but if you join, that makes it seven. <laughs> You're breaking the rules. And they wonder why they're not winning trivia. That's right, because they can't add. Simple, <laughs> simple counting. And I make everybody feel as if they're not as smart as I am. <laughs> So, I have all of the answers in front of me. <laughs> that's right. So do, do, do you like give them sometimes a the comments like, come on, dude, like, of course that's the answer. Oh, right. yeah. I'm totally <laughs> smug about it. I'm so, making myself feel like a god up there. I'd say you must feel like a god. Oh, like yeah. 100%. A, just a couple hours of every week, it's like, yes, I am the all-no-no-man. Oh, for sure. <laughs> god's awesome. I know nothing, though, without those papers <laughs> in front of me. No, so, as long as you can pretend you know everything, though, that's what it really comes down to is the perception that you know everything. Oh, yeah. Exactly. It it's comes down to it's how you per- how you perceive yourself to everybody else, right? Oh, yeah. It's yeah. all an illusion. It's all an illusion, but hey, pretty damn good illusion, I think, anyways. <laughs> I have myself fooled. There you go. <laughs> and so we also have uh, Dan's brother, Mike, who's also another regular at Earl Sussex, and a uh, pretty cool guy to talk to as well. Hey, guys. I'm Mike. Thanks for listening and having me here. A little so, fun fact about myself, I collect antique fire equipment. What? <laughs> what? Yeah, old helmets and fire extinguishers and those fire oh grenades. God. They're pretty interesting. Wait, wait, grenades? Yeah, they're little glass containers full of fire retardant that you used to throw into the fire from a distance. 
Fire grenades. <laughs> He's always putting out my fires. I know. I can't help it. Or that. starting them, it sounds like, more than anything. <laughs> I bet camping with you guys is just so much fun. <laughs> oh, my God. I can imagine. It's a, it's a hoot and a half sometimes. All I can see is, you know, I'd be like pitch black. I'd be sitting in my tent, and all of a sudden, this really hard, big glow comes in the front of my tent. <laughs> so, as you can see, this is why I brought these guys along. They're uh, pretty cool guys, pretty comical, and uh, great to talk to all the time. So, I also want to let you guys know that our contest for December is over. And uh, the winner actually is Shelly Price. I can't remember where she's from. She's Ontario somewhere. And congratulations, Shelly. Uh, we actually had over, I think, 300 people that applied to the contest. And uh, she's lucky one. So she won a bartender's kit and a $25 Visa gift card. Pretty cool. And uh, yeah, so that's all we had about the contest. We're not doing any contests uh, for a while. I think that we kind of uh, contest ourselves out just a little bit too much. So we're going to take a little break from that. So we'll go on with the show. We're going to talk about the drink of the show. So what is this drink we're enjoying here? Okay, so the drink that we're trying out today is actually the Scorpion Bowl. And uh, it's a tiki drink actually from back in the 40s. Oh, so uh, where did this drink come from? And so it was actually a Trader Vic original bar drink. Um, actually, he was the third best seller that he had back in the 40s. Oh, when did this traditional bowl come into play? So according to the books and research that I've done, and one of the particular people that I read is David Wernrich. And Wonrick is actually a bartender that went back and researched all the way back to like the 1400s, the 1500s of how bartenders and drinks were created, the tools that they used and everything. And so according to him and his, his research, uh, basically from the mid 1600s to the mid 1800s in USA, the punch bowl was a, the, the thing to have. It was the thing that was at events and then it kind of declined. So uh, what's with this bowl in front of us here? So the bowl that we're actually using today, unfortunately, is not an original scorpion bowl. And what it is, is that I kind of was looking for a bowl kind of last minute. And so I found this gold bowl. Now, you guys are going to see in the picture on the website, if you look at the gold bowl, the first thing I thought about was Indiana Jones and the Temple, uh, no, it wasn't Temple of Doom, sorry, The Last Crusade. So if you remember back then watching the Indiana Jones series, The Last Crusade, when Harrison Ford, Indiana, you know, Indy's got to pick the right bowl. You know, from that's basically that that's the what is it now? I called it the the Holy Grail. The Holy Grail. Yeah. That's right. So you know, there's a whole like you chose wisely. The Knight Templar standing there doing See? his duty. Interesting facts. That's right. Because the guy before, remember the Nazi guy, the Nazi enemy picks the wrong bowl, and he it just turns to dust. Turns to dust. He, exactly. he chose poorly. Yeah. He chose poorly. Well, it's funny because also too when the movie came out, Pepsi did a whole big huge campaign of. You chose wisely. Is that like the the Pepsi challenge? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, you chose wisely. <laughs> you chose Pepsi, so you get to live. And if you chose poorly, <laughs> you age terribly and turn to dust. Well, I guess uh, you oh. can do that with Coke. I guess I'm not quite sure that works. <laughs> Different kind of Coke, mind you. That's right. Not the quite the Coca Cola we're talking about here. That's exactly. Yeah. But I think you know what? I think we chose wisely because this drink is pretty damn good. No. Yeah, very tasty. Fantastic. Like you have to be careful because a lot of these drinks that are tiki drinks are very boozy. So if you have two or three of them, and actually back then you were not allowed to have more than two or three of them at a time. So, but this is a community drink, so it means that not only are you drinking from it, but everybody else in the, your party is drinking from it. So it's not that bad. So what does this bowl have in common with uh, tiki culture? So Trader Vic actually drew the inspiration from a ritual community bowl that the Polynesians used back in their traditional ceremonies uh, that would actually have gaba. 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 Yeah. What is that? So GABA actually is a plant. Now we, you know, we talk about we're in this day and age of right now where cannabis is like the big huge thing, right? We're all in the craze of cannabis. 
So GABA also is a plant that actually has a lot of uh, beneficial characteristics to it. And so it was part of the Polynesian ceremonies and uh, also too when they would entertain uh, diplomats or di dignitaries from other tribes. So it was part of that ceremony as well. So what's the benefits to this kava? Right. So just like any drug, there's benefits and there's uh, side effects. So the benefits that they actually had and the reason why they drank this bowl of this, this particular uh, plant was because it also helped with addiction. It boosted down your immune system. It uh, helped promote sleeping and uh, give you a little more awareness. Uh, it would also reduce infl inflammation. So basically, if you had an injury or something like that, it would also help reduce the inflammation on that. Uh, it helped with your blood pressure and re uh, relieve aches. So it was basically kind of like this drug that would magically heal you of all your, uh, you know, your injuries or help you sleep or whatever. Magical drug, It's like right? a magical cure-all, eh? Magical cure-all. Mm. Take this and everything will be great. It's a nice healing elixir like they used to have back in the day. <laughs> That's right. I'd go for some of that. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but are there any negative side effects? Yeah, well, just like, you know, those drugs that you always see on TV all the time, right? We've all seen them, right? You see on TV... Take this drug to help blow your blood pressure, but the side effects are like death, right? <laughs> <Constipation>. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's always like you always have to weigh up the side effects with what you're actually trying to cure. So, the side effects of this one, though, the, the GABA, is uh, dry, scaly, flaky skin. It also would give you kind of a yellowish skin, hair, and your fingernails. Kind of like I think we talked about before, you mentioned before, Dan, uh, it's like kind of your, your liver deficiency or something. Jaundice. Jaundice, yeah. So, that was kind of the same effects you get from that. Red eye, puffy eye, face, and also just it also would decrease ability to absorb protein. So you actually would lose weight. So I guess it, in some ways it'd be kind of a quick way of losing you know twenty pounds from Thanksgiving and Christmas, right? Oh, absolutely. I think we all need that right now. I think now. we all need a little gabber right now. Jeez. Um, also, to cause lung problems and blood in the urine. Well, there, there's a nice little surprise there for us. There you go. <coughs> go for it, Dan. Sorry. <laughs> Dan's enjoying his toxic drink. It's delicious. It's maybe, delicious. maybe his has a little bit of the cava in it. Oh, there you go. <laughs> My eyes are bleeding. <laughs> My eyes are bleeding. <laughs> well, it doesn't sound very healthy, and I hope this drink doesn't have any of that in it. No, no. So this is uh, doesn't have any of the gaba. That was the traditional, like I said, the Polynesian community bowl, and we're actually doing the Trader Vic, basically their version of the bowls, which is Scorpion Bowl. Yeah. The safer version, eh? A little safer, yes. A little more <laughs> on the pleasant side. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Is there a traditional way to uh, drink this? So the traditional way that uh, they would drink the bowl back then in the Gava bowl is with the actually we use a word called bola. So bola is a Fijian word that actually means hello. So what you would do is you would say the word bola, then they would hand you and you would clap your hands once, and then you'd gulp it down so you wouldn't sip it, but you'd gulp down what was ever in the bowl, then you hand the bowl off, and then you clap three times. So this is the tradition they would do. So you'd see bola, which means hello, then you clap your hands, then you get the bowl, you drink it down one gulp, you wouldn't uh, sip it. Yeah, so then you get to pass off the bowl and then you clap three times. Nice. That sounds like a fun tradition. Very tribal, eh? I mean, if you think about it, right? Ooh. I like to clap every time I have a drink anyways. I've seen that. <laughs> <laughs> or is that just you flagging me down saying, Craig, I need a refill? It could be both. Okay. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a ceremony I have. No, here, here, and this is funny. So if you're not a, a, a resident of Earl of Sussex, so there is a tradition. So everyone gets their beers and then one person, and this actually happened today when we're, we're ready to record the podcast. One looks at the other, goes, smoke. Yep. Smoke. And then like, everyone leaves the bar, <laughs> goes outside to smoke their cigarette continue the conversation which is funny because when you guys come back it's almost like you have a different conversation oh, going different. on 
than when you left. <laughs> and then, yeah, everyone proceeds to sit down and go back to their drinks. It's just a funny tradition that happens at the Earl. And it's, it's funny because, I mean, I see people's faces that are, like, not the regulars, where the bar will be, like, full. So, like, if Ryan and all his buddies and you guys are all there, so the whole woods is basically, the whole bar is full. And then you all evacuate the building Just all get up once. get at the same time. It was looking like, is there a fire? <laughs> is this a fire drill or something? Is like, Did I say something? Did I offend somebody? Like, no, this is what they do. <laughs> this is tradition. It's like a little social committee, I guess you could say. That's right, yeah. I never Although, thought of that from the other perspective. Just yeah, yeah, a whole a line of people getting up, get up and, and going out. Exactly. So think of it from a stranger perspective. It's like also I'm like, okay, the whole place just left. Did, did I say something offensive? Did or somebody pass some gas? Maybe pass some gas or something. <laughs> We're all going outside to fight. That's it. <laughs> so what's in this uh, tiki cocktail? Okay, so we're gonna do the Trader Vic uh, recipes. So Mike and Dan are not familiar with some of the the origins of uh, the cocktail tiki cocktail history. So um, Trader Vic is actually one of the creators back in the '40s that actually created the whole tiki. Uh, craze after the world war ii and so he popped up a restaurants all over north america so in new york and la and, and actually still today he actually has a trader vic in disneyland he has one in germany he has one in england he has one in uh, dubai all over the world so these cheeky bars are still existing around the world so the recipe we're going to do today and actually this is the one we had and they're pretty tasty i guess i guess fantastic oh, i'm enjoying God. it it's the only thing. It's very dangerous, though, because, like, you know, like, if you have two or three of these, you don't realize how much alcohol you're consuming. I think it's working. Okay, so let's just go through it. I'll explain exactly what you just drank. So we had six ounces of white rum, uh, one ounce of brandy, uh, one and a half ounces of orange syrup. So that's like an almond syrup. You'll see that a lot in coffee shops. Uh, four ounces of lemon juice. Sorry. Uh, yeah, lemon juice. Six ounces of orange juice. Two cups of crushed ice. And then you're going to blend that for 10 seconds and then blow that into your bowl. Now, the bowl that we're using here actually is not a traditional scorpion bowl. Usually a scorpion bowl in the middle of it actually has kind of like this little volcano area where you actually would put in 151 and then light it on fire. Fire? That sounds dangerous. Yeah, that's why we didn't do it here. <laughs> Should have brought my fire extinguisher with me. That's right. <laughs> that or the hand grenades. I'm not quite sure which way yeah. we're going this one. It can go either way, yeah, I guess, right? One would be a little more fun than the other. Depending how the show's going to go, right? <laughs> so uh, what size is this bowl we're drinking out of? So the traditional bowl, the Scorpion Bowl, um, that we normally we drink out of is a 32-ounce to 48-ounce uh, drink. So basically, it's about three or four servings of drinks that goes into the bowl, and then it's a group uh, drink that everyone drinks from. So we're drinking out of uh, some very long straws. Is that the way it's served at Trader Vic's restaurant? So the, basically, the, the, the way it was done by the Polynesians was, that, uh, like I said, you take the sip and then pass the bowl. Uh, Trader Vic wanted to make it a little more intimate and a little more fun. So what he did is he, uh, he basically gave everyone a 20-inch inch straw. Now, the straws we have today are not 20 inches. We're probably a little longer or a little shorter. So what it is is the bowl will go in the middle of the table, and then everyone gets these 20-inch straws, and everyone drinks all at the same time. So it's kind of like this cool, intimate, party kind of zone. And also, too, don't forget the Scorpion Bowl would actually have fire in the middle. So I think that they were probably thinking from my perspective, especially back in the 60s when some of these girls would have some serious hairspray in their in their hair. And then Mike would have to come in with his fire extinguisher and put them out. Fire, <laughs> fire safety is very important. That's right. Absolutely. Well, it makes it super fun. Good yes. way to share a drink with exactly. a group of friends. It's a group of drink, right? Yeah. Actually, yeah, for sure. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, so there are other recipes, as you've mentioned in past episodes, of spinoffs and attempts to clone the drink. Yeah, so like we've mentioned in the tiki 
culture that there's the one original drink, like say the Mai Tai, or in this case, the Scorpion Bowl, and then there's always spinoffs. And the reason why there's spinoffs, like we've mentioned before in past episodes, is that tiki culture was very secretive. So the ingredients were very secretive. So all of a sudden, you know, you go to another bar and then they would try to, don't worry about it. <laughs> Dan's just enjoying his drink. It's delicious. It's so, it's so smooth. Um, so then, yeah, so then there were spinoffs because people would try to clone it or try to re- recreate it. And that's exactly what you came up with. That's what happened. So Steve uh, Crane's Luau Restaurant in 1958 actually tried their best to make a new version of that. That's fun. Uh, what was uh, the recipe for that one? So the recipe is a little more balanced, a little more complex um, in, in, in that way. And actually, that's why it made it a famous recipe. So the recipe is two ounces of golden Puerto Rican rum. Now, in that situation, what I've used in the past for Puerto Rican rum is Bacardi. So you can use two ounces of golden Bacardi rum, uh, two ounces of gin, one ounce of brandy or cognac. Um, makes no difference which one you use. Uh, two ounces of orange juice, one ounce of fresh lime juice. One ounce of sugar uh, syrup, which is one-to-one ratio of sugar and water. As you can see, this is pretty more, a little more complex, a little more elaborate than the other one is. Uh, Three-quarters of an ounce of orgier syrup, which is that, that almond syrup we talked about. Uh, you can actually get that at a coffee shop or anywhere else. And then eight ounces of ice, and then you blend that for five seconds, and away you go. They're all said and done. That sounds delicious. Yeah, I know. I think we should just try all like one of each and no, see how it goes. As well. no harm done there that's right oh, yeah. market, market research we're not quite sure how long the show will go from that but you know <laughs> hey we'll go from there yeah no worries <laughs> so who is steve crane so steve crane is a uh, person we've mentioned in the past and he actually was a very famous american actor during the 30s and 40s then he became a restaurant in the 1953s and actually opened up the luau restaurant in california which is actually a very popular celebrity restaurant at the time and he established himself for 25 years, and that was basically 25 years of his career that he put towards the restaurant, made it very famous. And like I said, he's one of the stepping stones in the tiki culture, for sure. Are there uh, any other recipes you feel like mentioning? Sure. So we've got Smuggler's Cove, which we've mentioned before. is kind of like the, the new version of uh, the Tiki Bible. They're the ones that uh, wrote a book, and uh, kind of every bartender we know in the tiki culture follows their book and recipes. And so their recipe for this one is again, and don't forget, uh, like I said, the details for all the recipes will be on our page, so you don't have to sit there and write anything down. I know Dan's in there frantically with a pencil right now trying to write all this down, but that's okay. I can't keep up. <laughs> Just start using short form, you know, hand shakes or something. Whatever. My typewriter. Oh, <laughs> we brought along with them. There we go. Okay. So this one is two ounces of uh, fresh lime juice, four ounces of fresh orange juice, one and a half ounces of uh, demure syrup, which is basically like brown sugar and water kind of combination. Two ounces of Auger, which we talked about as the almond syrup. Uh, two ounces of brandy. Four ounces of gin. So you can see this is a very boozy and very oh. complex drink. It's got a lot of layers. That'll get you to where you need to be. Jeez. I think you'd be, you'd be taking an Uber after this one. <laughs> Jeez. No driving on this one. Uh, and four ounces of light, sorry, blended light aged rum on this one. Yeah, because imagine if you just had this one drink of all that booze and you got pulled over by a police officer. And how many drinks have you had today? Uh, just one officer. Just one. The, bo- the man, bowl was on fire. It packed a wallop. <laughs> and the bowl was on fire. <laughs> All right. Well, obviously you're seeing some illusions there, so you need to come with me. <laughs> so uh, what type of food would you serve with this type of a beverage? So, hey, uh, why don't we just ask our French chef to help us out with this drink and uh, some food to go with this. Uh, chef, hey, can you help us with something? Hello, you call on me? 
Well, yes, uh, we're just actually just made this tiki drink, and just wonder if there's anything you can suggest for food to make with it. Oh, uh-huh. rum big banana, of course. Well, that sounds good. So, how do you make that? For this recipe, you need the following things, Sir Craig. Okay, cool. So, what do we need? Well, firm bananas, about uh, four. Uh, half cup fresh orange juice. Dark spice rum, three tablespoons. Brown sugar, two tablespoons. Ground ginger, half teaspoon. Ground cinnamon, half teaspoon. Organic coconut oil. Wow, okay, that's pretty cool. So how do we make this uh, recipe? So I'm uh, just going to break it down on the instructions. Well, uh, you, you uh, preheat the oven there uh, 350 degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, slice the banana into half-inch slices. Uh, place them in the baking dish, you know. And you uh, spoon the orange juice and rum over the banana. Sprinkle banana with the ginger and the cinnamon. You know, voyons, uh, sprinkle small pieces of the coconut oil all over the banana. Cover the baking dish with tin foil and bake for about, you know, uh, you know, 15, 17 minutes. And uh, you remove from the heat and uh, allow banana to sit for about one minute. You can eat it over ice cream or eat them by itself. Oh, cool. Hey, so we, can we try one? But of course. But of course. But of course. <laughs> All right, folks. Hey, that's actually was pretty good. And I think those would be a cool treat to try. And we'll put the recipe out for you guys on the website, just to let you know. Um, so that is our show. And I want to thank again Mike and Dan for coming out and helping us out since Cam wasn't here. Oh, thanks for having us. It was a pleasure. Yeah, it was I'm, a lot of fun. I'm pretty sure that they're thinking that maybe they might take over Cam's position since they get, you know, food and drink since they come here. Oh, yeah. He's uh, he's getting bumped. <laughs> yeah. I know. I know. I know Norma's <laughs> catering them ever since they came in the door. So <laughs> it's like. <laughs> it's been wonderful. In fact, I don't think they're going to leave. No. <laughs> it's like, it's like, I brought my overnight bag. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> we do have a spare room, so you know. <laughs> I'll just sleep on the couch. Go. No, snuggle up in the big bed. I'll sleep know. in between. I'll bring Whoa. the popcorn. Okay. Hey, that's Foxy's spot. I don't know about that one. There you go. <laughs> the popcorn's for Foxy. That's for Foxy. That keeps her entertained. Exactly, yeah. Uh, so anyway, folks, that is our show. This is Tiki Central Canada, and our website is www.tikicentralcanada.ca. And, of course, if Cam is here, he'd tell you that's all one word. And on there, you'll see there's a, basically a bio about us and about the show. There's also some information about tiki culture in general. There's also, too, a place where you can stream the show live. And then also, too, we have all of the recipes. So if you're looking for any recipes from this show or even previous shows, uh, do give it a look. They're all on there for you. So I made them uh, pretty well self-explanatory. And uh, if you have any questions, don't be afraid to ask, of course. And then also, too, we do have a uh, contact page for if you have any questions or comments. And just to let you guys know, we're actually on YouTube. So we're on YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, Player FM, and Spotify. Wow, that was a mouthful and a half oh. there. Jeez. Uh, but you a, nailed it. There's a joke there somewhere. <laughs> I know. I'm not quite sure where. <laughs> Maybe on the YouTube side. I'm not going <laughs> What's that? That's your anus. Okay, everybody. Uh... <laughs> Good old mouthful of anus. Eh? There we go. I can't get enough of that. Jeez. <laughs> uh, no, it's not on their door. <laughs> 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 
That's the first way to get off YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> well, we had a good run, didn't we, folks? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, folks, I think we're going to go grab some more of this bowl, this scorpion bowl, and uh, we'll guess we'll see you guys next time. Dan and Mike. Bye, right. everybody. All right. Well, thanks for having us. Have a, have a pleasant evening. Hi, Cam. <laughs> I farted on your seat. Oh no! <laughs> I like it. That's the way to end the show. Here we go. Well, I don't know about you, but I got informed. Guys, hey, guys, where's my drink? bag of potato chips it was expired but they still tasted okay sometimes i make them my lunch what flavor plain plain just like your life <laughs> oh my god <laughs>